You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada, special season right now where we're talking about career education. So tell us about yourself and your role in the world of career education. I'm JP Michel. My background's in industrial organizational psychology. So it's a type of psychology that studies the workplace. That work led me to eight years of human resources consulting. I did coaching, training, and assessment of leaders. So imagine, you know, we're parachuting into companies and we're seeing people being promoted to different roles. I learned a lot by watching their career progression. And what I saw in their careers was essentially the opposite of what I think was being taught in schools. These folks that we were meeting, they were changing careers. They had new job titles. They were working on different problems to solve. And in high schools, if you remember the narrative from being there yourself, you feel like you need to pick one job title for the rest of your life. So this is not at all what we needed. This is not at all what we will need in the future. So I made it my mission to change young people's minds about that. So I started a company called SparkPath to fuel my mission. Amazing. And and tell us about the origin of that name, because that's a pretty cool name. Yeah, uh, there's a few parts to it, right? Two parts, Spark and Path. Spark is figuring out a completely new way of looking at the world. And Path is using those insights to get somewhere uh, specific and exciting for you. Yeah. So if I, I'm, I'm a person right now, whether in high school, university, or what, what was my encounter with Spark Path look like? Right before Spark Path, somebody asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yes. And it hurt you because... It felt like uh, everybody else around you had figured it out. It felt like you need to pick one thing and you need to know, and you don't. What happened to you, luckily, is you met a dream enabler. Yeah. You met a career advisor, yeah. a caring adult, a guidance counselor yeah. that has the Spark Path Challenge cards. Okay. So this is a fun, exciting card sort where you're presented with not job titles, but problems to solve. Cool. Let me give you an example. Yeah. Would you like to improve mental health or increase sustainable energy? Do you want to protect society from crime or take care of animals? There's so many problems, challenges, and opportunities in the world. And what you did with this caring adult is that you got to explore and you picked them. You said, I don't like these. I like these. Yeah. You picked probably your top three challenges, your favorite ones. Yeah. And then you started talking about them. This is the most important part. So your career advisor might have asked you, why did you pick promote healthy living? Mm -hmm. Why is that important to you? And then in your reflection, you might have revealed your values, your skills, your systems of beliefs. And that's the raw material that a young person needs to create their career story. So just with that language, now you're equipped with more ideas about what you can do. That's the spark. To get back to the path part, what you did with the career advisor is you looked at, okay, well, if I want to promote healthy living, let's start by looking at which companies are doing that now, who works there, and what did they need to learn to be able to do that? Does that make sense? So you reverse engineered. You got it. It is reverse engineered because the typical approach, the one you thought about before you met that person was, what's my favorite class? What program can I do at university or college related to that? What job can I do with that major? Hopefully someone hires me. And then later you figure out what's the problem I'm trying to solve. And maybe you get there 10 years in and you're like, I hate this. Or you love it, but there's so much luck involved, right? 
My suggestion is, why don't we flip that model? Like you said, reverse engineer it. Brilliant. And simple. And uh, students get it. Career advisors get it. Yeah. And it's giving them a much more powerful way to explore careers. So for your organization being here at, we're here at, you know, Cerex Connexus Conference, a career advisor comes up to you. Are you hoping they'll adopt the program into the high school? And, and is it like a physical cards? Is it online? Or tell us about that process. Yeah. I'm here at the conference this year with Nicola Edwards from the University of Guelph. Nice. Nicola started using the challenge cards maybe in 2017, 2018. And what she's done is she's catalyzed a transformation in the career services department. Within the university. Within the university. Yeah. Um, so for me, I feel very lucky. I'm kind of buzzing today because I'm at a booth and through pure serendipity, yeah. someone's going to get a hot chocolate or a coffee yeah. and we might cross eyes and I might meet the next Nicola. Yeah. So the implications of that are huge. Folks like Nicola are the reason why 50,000 students have done that challenge card sort that I just told you about. Um, so that's who I'm hoping to uh, meet, um, more folks like that. I'm presenting tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. on innovation and career services. And are you hoping for more high school career counselors or university or it doesn't matter? Both. Both. It's a great time. Of course, a lot of folks will say the earlier the better. Yeah. We have some folks using uh, this tool with middle schools. I was going to say elementary even would be amazing. Yeah, because the way we've set it up is that we've got images and simple words. Yeah. It's a more intuitive tool rather than uh, the traditional analytical tools. Yeah. But I got a soft spot for colleges and universities because there's such a sense of urgency at that time for students. Now you're paying money. Oh, yeah. You see that the end of the road's coming. You're going to have to work eventually. Uh, so it's a good time for action. Wow. I feel like what you've done with all this stuff in the news about student debt and people you know, getting jobs at coffee shops with a university degree, if they had gone in or had someone at one point, even in their fourth year university, tell them what is the problem you want to solve and then push them in that direction, that would solve that issue. You're right, because some of the key questions that students should ask themselves or that hopefully someone will ask them, you're right, in some of those stories, they happen at the end. They should happen at the beginning. We work with a lot of American schools that have a program called first year experience. It's an American term, but it, it applies here in Canada as well. The idea behind the first year experience is a purposeful onboarding for students. And that's university, first year. Exactly, universities, exactly. And um, you want students to know why they're in university, yeah. which sounds simple, but it's not the case for most people. No. The reason you go is because you have to. Yeah. You should. Other people are going. That's why I went. I, it's just what you do. Fair enough. Yeah, it's like brushing your teeth. Me too. You should brush your teeth. It was assumed. Yeah. And I think in terms of costs yeah. and opportunity costs, it's not worth it going just because you have to go. Yeah. And in fact, that model fails a lot of students. Yes. Imagine going, accruing debt, and then not graduating. Yeah. It's tough. You know, a lot of people are suffering. And I think with some powerful career conversations, we can change that. Yeah. A lot of students can figure out, wow, I do want to have an impact on the world. Yeah. And I'm going to work backwards from that impact to figure out how to get there. So as parents, we were just talking before, can parents purchase this for their own children if they feel like maybe their school hasn't adopted it yet? You bet, because well-intentioned parents can be guilty of the same issue. We want to help students. We want to help our kids. So we asked, what do you want to be when you grow oh, up? I hear it all the time. And people yeah. ask my children that all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's fun and it's playful. Yeah. And I wouldn't be that guy at the party saying, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Rather, I do want us to be aware of the consequences. What are the consequences? 
Well, what it sounds like to our kids is you need to pick one job title for the rest of your life. And no one does that. No one does that. So maybe doing them a disservice, phrasing it that way. I think that asking them what problem they want to solve will lead to more insights. However, that's a difficult question to answer. I'm trying to imagine going back. So I've got, I live on a street in Langley and then we've got 18 kids who live on this cul-de-sac and I'm walking down the street. I'm saying to Wyatt, like, Wyatt, what problem do you want to solve when you're older? Like, it's too hard because Wyatt's never been asked that before. No. So the, the way to simplify that a little bit is show him two or three different problems that are out there. Exactly. And are they physical cards? Is exactly. It... Physical cards. That's so cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll there's a digital version as well. There's a digital version. Okay. Yeah, there's, now there's 30,000 decks of cards in use a little bit all over the world, all the way from here uh, in Ottawa yeah. to uh, Singapore. Uh, and 50,000 students have done the digital version of the card store as well. Wow. And is it an uh, online website or is it an app, like an app? or? Yeah, it's a web app. So web app. online. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. So for you, kind of next steps, what are you seeing how this will evolve in the future? Or is it just more adoption, more adoption, more adoption? Is that? I'm really grateful that, you know, we've helped so many students. Uh, however, it doesn't come close. There are millions of students, you know, uh, in high school and post-secondary that don't have that why. And it's going to cause them some problems either now in school because they're not motivated. Why am I even going to class? Or I don't know how to get a job once I get out of this. So I would love for this to be in all high schools, all universities, and all colleges. You made a great connection that it's not only in the school system that this needs to happen, but parents also need to change their mind. Um, I did a a TEDx talk. Part of the message was to parents, you know, about how can we best serve our youth? And to me, that's where it starts is ditching this archaic idea of needing to match kids with one job title. So give me the path then. So like I say, show a kid maybe four or five problems they could solve through that conversation. Does it eventually lead to like, here's some schooling you can do? It has to. Here's here's some job outcomes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it just doesn't start there, right? So let's say you've got a student that picks the challenge of engineering better medicine. Mm -hmm. It's important. You want people to be healthy and medicine is part of that. Who does that? Well, if you ask your kids or if I ask mine, they might say, well, it's a scientist yeah. with a white lab coat. Yeah. They're right, except there's also a project manager keeping everyone on task. Yeah. There's a finance person yeah. that created the funding for this, might be the most important person yeah. there. Yeah. There's a human resources person that hired everyone on the team. Yeah. There's someone that made the logo, yeah. someone cleaning the lab. So in the real world, it takes an interdisciplinary approach to solve a problem. And finding that out is usually a big relief for most students Mm. because they don't see the world that way. They see it in a linear way. I studied biology. I will become a biologist. And that's an oversimplified version of the world of work. So once you discover that, you discover, well, there's a lot of options. Then you can start looking at, there are companies that are doing this now. And students are doing research on companies' websites, the About Us page, who works there. Once you start looking at people, you can find them on the company's websites on LinkedIn. Everything's mapped out. Here's what I studied. Here's uh, where I worked previously. And then you can start building a few different alternative paths for yourself. Well, you know what? I could do this through the psychology route. I could do this through the business route. Here are the pros and cons. So it's equipping you with a new lens to explore. Eventually, you have to make decisions. Yeah. Where am I applying? What am I going to declare as a major? Where will I apply as a job? But you're going to do that with your horizons being broadened rather than uh, feeling pigeonholed. And would that student walk away with like, 
this is the problem to solve like a little card or something that they can carry with them. Exactly. Okay. Every student gets their own challenge profile. Yeah. And these steps that we mapped out, we show them exactly like, how would you do that? How would you research this? They have to do the research on their own, but these research skills, they need it to understand the world of work. However, we tell them, please don't get a tattoo of your favorite challenge card. Yeah. It's a joke. But, Obviously. Yeah, but... Why not? Can I ask you? Why not it get a change, right? I assume that they see a new challenge in the world or a new problem they want to solve. You get that quickly. Yeah. Most people do. However, that's a big shift than the current way of looking at things, yeah. right? Right now it feels like one thing, but now we're integrating the notion of change. Our kids, how long will they work? Oh man, like graduate university or maybe start something at the last year of university and maybe go for 40 years? 50 I think years. 40 is, uh, it, maybe if they're very rich, they yeah. can retire early. Yeah. You know, a, a child born now under the age of five has a 50% chance of living to 100. Wow. So we should be thinking about 60 to seven year careers. I'm not making this up, no. just sharing some yeah. stats. 60 is different than 30, Yeah. right? A 30 year career and a 60 year career. The pace of change is accelerating. I'm not saying things are, you know this stuff, yeah. right? I'm not saying things are changing. I'm saying the pace of change yeah. is accelerating. Yes. So we can only assume there'll be more change for these uh, young people. So we need to prepare them to navigate that change instead of locking them in to just one path. Incredible. And if they have a problem they want to solve, but you know, five years from now, um, robots doing it or AI is doing it, they go, well, I can still solve this problem by doing this. So they just shifted versus saying, well, my career has gone by a robot. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. They could say that and they could say that ahead of time, maybe to anticipate, well, this is how we're solving this problem now. You're always thinking of a better way to solve a problem. That's the nature of problem solving, a more efficient way. So maybe you're going to be proactive thinking about how AI, artificial intelligence will contribute to that. And you always want to find, well, how can I contribute more? How can I contribute in a way that's more fun for me? Yeah, And it's a tool for you to navigate. Yeah. There was a project launched in the last year by a Vancouver actor, Ryan Reynolds, called Creative Ladder out of the States. And they just did a study recently and found that the reason they don't have many kind of underrepresented people in advertising, because they actually didn't know about the career opportunity while in high school, or didn't know that that was even an option. And so they're working now to educate people by profiling these jobs in advertising at the moment through video profiles of people who are in those jobs. So tell me how that, how do you highlight, you know, maybe peculiar or strange or wonderful jobs of people solving problems? What does that look like within your tool? Or I'll answer that. I do want to learn more yeah, from you sure. today about opportunities in marketing and advertising the problems to solve. Yeah. Uh, because I think we're both interested in how do we get this in the hearts and minds of younger students? Yeah. Because there are great opportunities. Currently, 50% of kids strive to be in one of 10 jobs. Okay. You know the 10 jobs, like, you know, lawyer, doctor, engineer, police officer, right? Like, it's that classic list. The stuff they saw maybe on Sesame Street or whatever show they grew up with, yeah. Okay, so Sesame Street, maybe TV characters they know, maybe their parents. Sometimes you don't know what your parents do because they can't communicate to you because you ask them and they reply with their job title, which is meaningless. Yes. What's a project manager to an eight-year-old? If you used the label of a problem you're trying to solve, it might be more relevant. Yeah. So we have a problem of diversity of experiences. Mm. So a lot of the schools that I partner with, they care about something called DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah. Here's why. If we ask those students in high school that know only 10 jobs, tell me what you like based on what you already know. Yeah. We're going to run into some big problems. Huge problems. Because some of these kids, they come from a marginalized group. 
an oppressed group, maybe a broken home, generational trauma. Just imagine the obstacles. That's the expertise of education. Supposedly, we got to help these students. I believe in it, right? We're supposed to make sure that where you come from doesn't dictate where you go. Except if you do a career test that says, tell me what you like today based on what you already know, now we're in trouble. We're doubling down on the status quo, right? Let's call this exposure bias. These are students that have not been exposed to the opportunity you talked about in marketing and advertising. Yeah. Exposure yeah. bias. That's a great, I haven't heard yeah, that term. Yeah, I didn't term. coin that. Rich no, Feller, no, no. Uh, past president of the National Career Development Association, he told me about this. And I think it's the best language, right? Because we're talking about a lack of exposure. Yeah. And uh, which student doesn't suffer from that in a certain sense, yeah. right? And I think it's something that we need to be aware of that's driving this need for change. I'm off on a tangent. Am, am I answering your question? How do we get them to discover more opportunities? Well, through your tool, yeah. You asked the first question, which is acknowledging they don't have enough opportunities. Yeah. Showing them very diverse opportunities is a great example. Yeah. There's something that you said that makes me think of weird. Like you want to show them weird stuff. Yeah. Unexpected stuff. Yeah. Just to break the mold and shake things up. And I don't know how you're developing your mission of encouraging more people to be marketing and advertising. But one trap I see people in your position fall into is they get more specific. Yeah. You know, they make it their mission to make it 11, right? Like people like 10 job titles. We're going to make sure it's 11. That's not it. But it was 11,000. Exactly. You got to be part of that game, which is the broad diversity, a new way of looking at things. And of course, you got to put marketing and advertising on the map, but not before they've broken this mold of being very linear. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And where SparkPath, I think, has longevity, you have evergreen powers because what I'm seeing even month to month, these new collar jobs, so not blue collar or white collar, these new collar jobs that never existed five years ago. You, no one would ever say, I want to grow up and be a YouTuber or a creator, right? I want to be an online influencer. But if it's a problem they want to solve, there's probably going to be new jobs even five years from now, right? Professional Twitch. Game player. Yeah. But if that's something they want to solve, they want to solve the problem of like, I don't know, they want to provide clean entertainment through video games, right? I don't know. So I don't know what the problem they'd be solving by being a professional Twitch gamer. But well, we could do one. We could do a chat GPT evaluator. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is is this chat GPT or not? Somebody developed that, right? So that's reactive, responsive. We're going to see more of that. You're right. I think the real power for SparkPath has always been about empowering the community. So Here's the way I see it. Like we started off the deck with 25 challenges. Now we're at 55. Okay. That's been through user feedback. Yeah. Here's what's missing. Here's what else we should add. Here are new trends. However, there aren't 55 challenges, problems, and opportunities in the world. 
there are 5,500, 55,000. So the real power will come when we have more time in schools for students to create their own challenge card. So that's an activity that our best schools and universities, they're encouraging students to do. Okay, you've seen a bunch of examples of challenges. You get the challenge mindset. You get the challenge language. Now build your own. And we live in a world where a 12-year-old can surpass our knowledge about an issue with one hour of internet research. If you get specific enough. So why don't we use that to our advantage and let them shape and identify challenges that they care about that's unique to them. I think that's where the real power is. Have you ever had the roadblock where someone says, well, I don't want to challenge anything. I just want to get a job driving forklifts or... Yeah, I think so. And then my first reaction is to empathize. Like, what happened to this person where they would feel this way, right? And to be disconnected with purpose. Well, I can tell you that some people have a negative experience in the school system. They feel like they've had to follow and they've been told what to do for a certain number of years. And then when you say, no, it's your turn now. Hmm. We want to know what you want to do now. It was worked out of them. So I have a lot of empathy for that person, that situation. But it can happen. And for that person, a lot of people will say that they want to be good at their jobs that provide satisfaction, basic human need of competence. If you want to be good at your job, you need to understand what your job is for. That's one of Seth Godin's favorite phrases, by the way. Like, what is this for? Yeah. Seth Godin, who's an author and marketer. So what is this for? It's to solve a problem. Yeah. The labor market is not driven by job titles. It's driven by problems to solve. Yeah. And once students know that, they live that, then they're like, okay, I know why this is useful for me. Hmm. Amazing. So is there a lot of training for the career counselors and career support folks to be able to do this and use this and practice it? I would say not that much. Okay. You know, I love doing training. I have a lot of materials available online on YouTube. We do community webinars uh, with all the folks that are using this so they can share advice with each other. However, the reaction at a conference like Connexus that I see a lot is, can't believe we didn't have this before. Yeah, I was going to say. I know what this is. I needed it years ago. Yeah. I know exactly what to do with it, which is powerful. But that's what happened to me in my career. Like I was a career coach mm-hmm. and I made this for myself because the students I was helping, they were obsessed with job titles and I had to get them out of that. I couldn't do a theoretical conversation like you and I are doing. Yeah. It's not appropriate. So I wanted them to live it. So I made it for me. It's amazing. And then I presented it at a conference and then I printed them, the cards, right? And it just took off from there. And now I don't do career coaching anymore. Now I just focus on building this community. You're just breaking the system of a thing that's been around for aeons. Yeah. Like you're literally breaking a train of thought. Yes, that's the goal. That's that's a lot of work. You think like that too. You like to break trains of thought. I don't know about that. But like, this is a whole built-in, I'm saying Sesame Street has been promoting. Like, I'm trying to think, you're going against everything that we've ever seen. Or even now, Daniel Tiger, right? The new Mr. Rogers. Like, Mm. they have episodes where it's like, bring on a fireman and a policeman and all these jobs you could have. But they never pose it as, what problems do you want to solve? And let's find people. Like, you're having to get people to rethink how they even look at a career. Maybe that's what I should reach out to next. Is is Daniel Tiger. Yeah, you get Daniel Tiger on your team, man. You're, <laughs> you, you get them nice and young. Yeah. And you've thought a lot about marketing and advertising and getting more people in the field and aware. Yeah. How's it going so far? 
we've gone about the tactic, I think, of giving people the training. We've gone right to like, hey, you can take this training in seven weeks and here's the jobs you can have afterwards. And I think we're more just trying to like raise awareness of like, you could get a job, here's the micro-credentials and here's what the future could look like and just giving them that option. But we haven't posed it as the why. Let's Simon Sinek's big thing of like, start is, with the why. It is start with the why, Simon Sinek. Because if you learn marketing, like you can solve so many problems. Yeah in some really cool ways. Or what I love about my job is you get to get behind people who are solving problems and you give them uh, kind of like gasoline to their fire. You like superpower them because you get to be the mushroom to their Mario and you like, or the flower to their Mario because you come behind them and you give them all these resources. So it amplifies their hope or their vision or their dream. I love your language. So you have two choices. You can go to high school classroom and say, hey, I want to tell you about marketing today. What's marketing? Or you can say, like, I want to be the mushroom to your Mario. <laughs> that works. Yeah. That is so much more powerful. Like, wait a second. Why would that person need a mushroom? I know what the mushroom does. It helps you. Yeah. Why would I want to help people? I Actually, I love helping people. I'm going to listen to this guy. Yeah. How is, will that ever compete with the word marketing? Yeah. The word marketing, you've said it a thousand times in your life, but a 12-year-old might not have never heard it before. So I think that any day... The Mario analogy will work, work. better. Yeah. Um, unless they're more of like a PlayStation person. Uh, uh, yeah, there yeah. you go. Is Enneagram still used in the career world? Or is Not that... very much. Like okay. You won't see it this week okay. because it has less scientific evidence. Yes. I'm a person who would question scientific evidence because the most popular tools in our field have 40 years of scientific evidence yeah, yeah. behind them. And there's some validity to the findings that they have, but we've overvalued them. For example, some of our most popular methodologies split up the world of work into six pieces of a pie. Yeah. Right? So which piece of the pie is yours? And then you use that to match someone. Even the person who designed this uh, six pieces of pie, which was a great insight, they didn't mean it to be taken so literally yeah. and to actually be used to, to People match run someone. with it. Yeah. People have run with it and it's still the dominant approach. There's still a lot of money being invested in in that tool, that assessment tool at you know all levels, high schools, colleges, and universities. Wow. And then Berkman. Berkman, I've seen that more when I was doing industrial organizational yes. psychology consulting. Okay. Self-awareness, yeah. learning about your personality. Some folks use personality as a way to give you insights about how you want to contribute. Yeah. But again, you have to do it very delicately. Yeah. Let me ask you, who's a better nutritionist? An introvert or an extrovert? Yeah, you can. I don't think you can. Yeah, so you saw my game, right? No. Like, it's just a game. Like, I'm just kidding. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. yeah. So it's hard to predict and match people based on their personalities. Yeah. And even, you know, as an employer, yeah. you would want to hire a diverse set of contributions. Of if you're only hiring for one personality type in one role, you're going to run into some issues, I think. So, with what you're doing, talking to career counselors, so CES in BC, they have a, a society of career education services. Do you see groups like that across Canada? Is there other kind of career counselors organized, or is this the big event for all career counselors? This is the biggest event here. Okay. I would say you can't get everyone from BC every year just because of, you know of the distance, but you do have folks. There's even special dinners organized east, east, west. So okay. there's an attempt at making that connection. But yeah, those are the folks that I'm trying to uh, speak to and meet with. Is it organized by province by province, career services and career yes. counselors? Yeah, in the states as well. Right? Okay, per by state, state by state. State by state, provinces. There's one, you know, overall body for the country. Yeah. And then you see state by state. 
Do you see a different kind of like style or kind of mind frame depending on kind of area and region of North America? There's one to call out that's really important, yeah. both in Canada and the U.S. It's the rural-urban divide. Hey. So if you're speaking to rural regions, there are special considerations you need to keep in mind. I just trained a group of career advisors working in the Northwest Territories. They're doing very important work. They're traveling to communities that don't have the internet yeah. and have very small populations. Yeah, They're approach with the challenge mindset is twofold. Number one, they want students to rediscover opportunities local to them. Yes. Let me see the world here through the lens of challenges and problems and opportunities and how I can help to rediscover like what's available here. And they want to broaden students' horizons to see what else is available outside of my community. And they're doing that work at the same time. It's amazing. And do you see it too? Do you have to adjust your program depending rural or urban or is it? I think the language changes because um, a lot of advisors are conscious in a rural city if yeah. they know that someone doesn't want to leave, yes. that the challenge mindset might sound like pie in the sky. Anything is possible. Yeah. Right? Uh, all these challenges are out there. Well, I don't want to move, you know? Things are changing now with the possibility of virtual work, remote work, which is true. However, what some folks choose to do in a rural area is they might start with, here are five, 10 local companies doing interesting work. Let me show you which challenges they're working on. You see how it's a little bit different, right? Challenges, companies, yeah. they're doing, well, let me show you companies and then let me show you the challenges that they're working on. That's incredible. And for you, what's kind of hope for the future kind of this year? What are you, what are you excited for? We kind of... I want to meet more Nicola Edwards from yeah. the University of Guelph. People who, I'm so lucky, you know, People criticize the education system, but my personal experience is I get to meet the most purposeful, passionate career advisors that are changing the system. So it's exciting for me to get to do that because I see hands-on what it takes for them to bring change to their organizations, to have these important conversations with students. So uh, I want to meet more of them and figure out how I can support more of them. I feel like if a year from now, if your program continues to do what it's doing, like it's like you going on to you know U of T or University of Alberta campus, and you interview ten people about what challenge you want to solve or why are you here, and they all have an answer because of your program. That would be a great wish. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Anything else you want to leave with listeners and viewers? No, I'm just really grateful for the opportunity. I think that the work that you told me that you're doing to promote marketing and advertising opportunities to younger people it's essential. Because some of the students that you're meeting with, they're showing up to the activity that you're doing. They might feel like the world doesn't need them. It's a bit dramatic for me to say that, but I feel quite confident in my answer. It feels like the world doesn't need me, right? Like I see superstars on TikTok that are my age. They've made it. I haven't. And that's, that's a hard way to go through life. I don't see the world the same way that they do. I think that there are so many problems to solve and opportunities to take advantage of. And once they discover that, they're going to feel differently. They're going to feel like the world needs me. And if that can be part of your mission to tell students, listen, there are great opportunities here. I'm going to show you some. And what you'll feel, what you'll learn, what you'll see is that the world needs you. We're going to equip you in this amount of time for you to contribute. And it's going to feel great along the way. So that would be my wish for your program, that the students feel like the world needs me. Amazing. I feel like even coming from today, I'm like when people ask what I do for a living, I want to say, this is the problems we solve. Mm -hmm. I need to figure out what my, I want to articulate that. That's a really good challenge for me. What kind of person like you, you're working on a few different ones at the same time. 
But I think, but, but yeah, I, but I love that. I've never thought of it like that. And even I'm thinking of my own kids, even when I go home this week, it's like when they ask me what I did or what I, you know, these are the problems I was trying to solve while I was there. Like, it's such a different way of thinking versus like, this is just tactically what I did. Yeah. Right. Cause I think we have an, I have a tendency to go into the tactical yeah. versus this is what we did. I think we all do. I'm glad you found it useful then. I am so excited to hear more and more career counselors taking this on. I hope more and more do and you, they can be led in that great path. Thank you. Um, website, where can they find you personally? Where can they find more about the company? Sure. The website is uh, mysparkpath.com. Okay. And they can find me on LinkedIn, JP Michel. Yeah. And I think that's the best place to follow me. Cool. And don't go to sparkpath.com. Don't go to sparkpath.com. You'll find a site, a GeoCities website from the 90s there yes. currently. Yes. Which is, it's great. It's an old like throwback site. I emailed him and I said, listen, like... Uh, can I have your website? Uh, can and I buy it? And he said, no. No, he's, he's still going. He's still, <laughs> no, he's still going. He's still going. He's, he's doing great work at programming or something like that. You want to go to my yes. sparkpath.com. My spark. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's really an honor. appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. This episode on Marketing News Canada, special season, the future of career and education. Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio, thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors, Travis Jeffers and The Podfather. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.